0: Saturday, you guys is Amanda Smith and Barron with Kicking Cancer Cares on KSLM Radio 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. There you go. Good morning, Still Baron. How are Good you? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So, really quick before we dive in, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Um, for the first half of this show, we have Oddmo's Pizza. Oddmost Pizza has done so much for Kicking Cancer and what they stand for, so I just want to give an extra shout-out to them. They actually have a, a beer that they sell at the... They have the, two of them. They have Okay, two, and one two. of them helps Kicking Cancer, and so... So, yeah.
1: actually, they have two different beers that both have get cancer.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Sorry just...
0: He's even better. See, you guys? Odmo's Pizza is absolutely amazing. So, go grab yourself a pizza and some beer for dinner tonight. Yeah. And then we have a brand new sponsor for this uh, first part of the segment, and it is Mark Creamer. And he does Family Heritage. Uh, he does a Global Life Family Heritage. Sorry about that. Um, and he does insurance for cancer and you want to kind of explain that a little bit more baron
1: yeah you know i met mark uh i guess about a year and a half ago um mark works with global life specifically in the family heritage division and he has one product that i was just so intrigued by when you think about the fact that based upon the statistics 20 years from now Mm -hmm. every other american is going to have cancer right so if you're 25 20 years from now you're 45 right Mm -hmm. and he they have a policy that actually covers cancer care, and there's four tiers in it, and, I, and he was giving me my price because mm-hmm. I bought a policy. Right. And I said, dude, I'm 59. Give me the price of a 25-year-old. It's like $15 a month, mm-hmm. and it covers – so think about Aflac, but specifically for cancer. Right. If you get the diagnosis, it covers so many amazing things.
0: It does. He said it even covers like some travel, uh, just being, just getting diagnosed. You get, uh, it's, and it can be a large sum that you get back and it helps tremendously.
1: Well, since, since you wrote travel, I thought maybe we could bring up one point that it covers. Okay. So one of the things it covers is family member transportation. Mm-hmm. And. And as we get a little farther into the show, we have a special guest with us that we haven't introduced yet, but I think that she could give some insights into this. Uh, it covers, for one member of your immediate family, transportation up to 80 miles from your house to wherever you're getting hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Base, very low end, it'll cover $2,500 worth of transportation costs. And
0: that's amazing. So if you have to fly to a specialist or something, um, that helps big time, tremendously, um, I think even the certain... I think we're going to have Mark on um, on one of mine and Terry's shows, an oh, hour show, so excellent. that we can kind of dive a little bit more into exactly what he does, what he covers, and break it down a little bit more. Um, we did have him on mine and Terry's morning show for two break-ins, um, and you can go to our website to listen to those under Terry and Amanda, and that was on January 19th, and it was halfway through that segment, if you guys wanna check it out and get some more information. I think it's absolutely amazing that things like this exist, and I never knew that it existed.
1: I didn't either. Way to
0: be proactive in something and make sure you have your bases covered, because yeah. cancer is a very real thing that affects more people than we realize.
1: Well, speaking of affecting more people than we realize, you are the Segway Queen. I uh, know. We have a special guest calling in from Tucson, Arizona. Okay. Good morning, Sharon.
0: Good morning. Hello, Sharon. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank oh. you so much. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, if I go back to December the 19th, we aired a show, which is now on podcast, and anyone can go back and listen to it. The name of that show was called Climb the Bank for Becky.
2: <laughs>
1: and, and Sharon is chuckling little because, oh, little... because Becky and Sharon co-founded Breast Friends okay. 20 some odd years ago. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and during that interview, you asked me a question mm-hmm. because I got the privilege of being on Becky's radio show. Yep. And you said, well, when's Becky going to be on our show? Yes. And I said, well, unfortunately, she can't. So I'm bringing you the closest thing I can by having Sharon <laughs> yes. on yes, our show. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. So, Sharon, we always kind of recap the, the week before what we did last week. Perfect. Uh, and, and, and last week, we talked about this little thing that we're doing going global. Yes. And I brought you a very interesting story about how I was asked to speak in front of 27 Japanese delegates. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharon, there were some Japanese delegates that came to Salem, and they were just kind of studying the government system of Salem and the city of Salem, and then they were looking for a variety of different local people to speak, and I got asked to come speak. It, it was intriguing because I know Sharon, you spoke in lots of groups. So you say a sentence, and they translate. And you say a sentence... And they translate. That's hard.
0: That would be really mm-hmm. hard to keep your train of thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It
2: is. It is. I've done that with a, with a Russian um, support group at one point um, with breast friends, and it was tricky. <laughs> I bet. Tricky.
1: <laughs> well, at the end, we we did at that point, we had um, two shirts in France, and, and that was really about it, only because some friends of mine were flying there, so I took the shirts with them. But I thought, well, these guys are going back to Tokyo, Japan, when they get done. And so we just had this fun little thing where one of them won a shirt, and that's how we got our first shirt out of Salem was these guys, Japanese guys, took it back with them.
0: That's so cool.
1: But now there are there is at least one shirt or hat in 39 foreign countries.
0: That's amazing. You okay. actually that's just – oops, oh, sorry about
1: that. No, go ahead, Sharon. Yeah.
0: No, I was just saying, that's great. I, is, I love that. It is great. You um, presented at Chamber, uh, gosh, was it a few uh, we- uh, two by, weeks, two weeks ago? About two weeks ago, yeah. Um, and you showed a video of all of the different people, uh, or pictures of people that had either a hat or a shirt on, and... Um, all over the globe, and it was pretty cool. It was pretty inspiring just to see all the different places, and the backgrounds, and the cultures, and just how far that kicking cancer has reached. It was pretty powerful. Yeah, definitely we, moving.
1: We had a video sharing called "Kicking Cancer Goes Global," and it showed some pictures from Seattle and Spokane, but then there's somebody in Hawaii and New Mexico, and uh, somebody hiking through the Grand Canyon. But then there was pictures from Mexico and the Grand uh dominican republic uh tanzania uh, tanzania yeah and in a lot of cases it's someone here locally that's headed that way anyway mm-hmm. and um they either leave one of their own hats or shirts there or i give them one but yeah we now have shirts all i think we're on almost every single continent now
0: that's so cool
1: yeah you
0: ought to put that video up on your website
1: we're gonna to do that that's a good idea
0: I, I think that would be really cool for people just to view i think yeah. that's a really cool video
1: Well, one of our board members who you've met, Morgan. Oh, yes. So one of our board members, Sharon, is uh, 26, and at 25, she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Mm. But she is now uh, doing kind of this internship. She's currently in Thailand, and I just posted a picture on Facebook of her in Thailand with one of those, you know, very uh, temple buildings behind her. Mm -hmm. And that was taken yesterday. Oh, cool. So very recent. That's cool. So that was our that was our story from last week. But I think the bigger story is even further back of a recap of how I met the Breast Fence Organization. Okay. Met Becky. Um, Becky had announced that her cancer was back for the fifth time, and I had already planned on doing that stair climb. And so I decided that that I was going to dedicate that to Becky and um, Sharon. Sharon, you actually have the very last climb the bank for Becky shirt. I know. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a recap, uh, but we do have one other recap, and uh, uh, I, well, I'll do my best to read this. <laughs> we did have a guest in studio recently, and my sister came in and very bravely announced and the radio show that her cancer was back.
0: Very bravely, actually, um, That. That was not easy. It wouldn't have been easy. She's amazing. Actually, Brenda is nothing less than amazing.
1: Well, I did say, you know, the listeners are kind of curious how you're doing, sis. Yeah. So she said that they've removed the bandages and one of the two drains. And again, for those listeners who didn't catch it, um, Brenda's breast cancer, her her cancer started. And Sharon, as we go along here, I want you to interject because there's a lot about breast cancer I don't know, but you know a lot more than I do. Uh, She was diagnosed with... um, invasive ductal carcinoma Mm -hmm. and that was six years ago they did a radical mastectomy and it went metastatic Mm -hmm. and there's a little spot on her hip and a little spot on her lungs but Mm -hmm. for six years she has adhered to what we talk about getting cancer eating real food doing some movement getting proper rest but about two months ago it came back and there was, and, it, and the amazing thing, Sherrod, is it, because it was metastatic, it could have come back anywhere. I mean, right. it could have come back in her brains, right? hmm could, could have come back in her lung. It came back in the exact same place it started.
0: Which is pretty impressive, right? Well, because there Sharon,
1: wasn't. Sherrod, how how many years ago did you guys start Breast Friends?
2: Uh, it was uh, August of 2000 is when we started BreastFronts.
1: So over the so last 20, 20 22
2: and a half years. Mm-hmm. So
1: over all of that time, with all the ladies that you've met with breast cancer, would you say that that is rare, that it comes back in exactly the exact same place it started?
2: Well, and especially if I remember correctly, didn't you tell me she had a, a double mastectomy or at least the she had a, mastectomy? She, she had
1: a radical mastectomy on the one side. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So so yes, that is very unusual because mm-hmm. again, there's no breast tissue. Right. There's no left. D- and and did she have radiation as well?
1: She didn't have radiation as well, but she did say well, when she was announcing this that <clears throat> it was kind of unusual because there was no breast tissue, but the tumor attached itself to the breast implant. Right.
2: Right. 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 That's Which what is she had mentioned. Pretty crazy. Which again, I I had never I've never heard that before. But you know that's the thing about cancer. It is um, a very smart disease, and it wants to survive. And it, you know, it morphs, so it does survive in in some of these weird cases.
1: Well, and I, we had Mary Ann McNally in, and that's that's your Salem representative, Sharon. Um, yes. And she got the cancer diagnosis, <clears throat> thought it was done, and it came back. And she actually said it morphed from her two positive to triple negative.
2: Yeah. And in yeah, Brit, which it... which again all of these things are so complicated. That's the thing about cancer. It's mm-hmm. just such a complicated disease. It's not just one disease. It's like hundreds of different diseases. And and so that's why it's one of the reasons I'm sure that there's not a cure because not one cure fits all situations.
1: Well, and, and Britta made an interesting statement that um, cancer doesn't only really follow the playbook.
2: And it no, doesn't discriminate. It,
1: does and it doesn't discriminate. Yeah. So the rest of what she said is that, um, that so one of the, two, one of the two, two tubes is draining. She's really bruised. She's pretty sore and stiff. She's trying to get used to my body, already missing some of it. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she says it's, it's a very difficult mood right now
2: yeah
0: yeah I can only I can imagine
2: oof it, it's you know cancer again um, is it doesn't discriminate like you said before and it is one of those things that um, it affects all of us in different ways but breast cancer again it affects us in um, in a way that many cancers don't because it really does affect the landscape, if you will. (laughs) And it it affects That's very well phrased,
1: Sharon. That was that (laughs) was very well phrased. The
0: landscape.
2: I love it. The landscape, exactly. (laughs) And it it, it definitely um, affects our self esteem, our sensuality, our sexuality. All of those things are affected by a breast cancer diagnosis. And then then you add the Um, consequences of the treatments, which of course are there to uh, hopefully cure us, and then you're left with other side effects that affect a lot of different things as well, and of course that's a whole other conversation we could have at another time.
1: (laughs) Well, and and we did have a show not too long ago, Sharon, about a gentleman in um, Billings, Montana, that... Ignored his breast cancer long enough that it ate a hole about the size of a quarter through his skin. Oof. Ouch, wow.
2: yes. Uh huh.
1: You know, I mean, and, I, and I, I commented to Amanda that if you're an 81 year old man and you're a rancher in Billings, Montana, the last thing you want to sell your friends is you got breast cancer.
2: Exactly.
1: But yeah. because he ignored it so long, they they put him on tamoxifen and they used radiation. And, you know, the the treatment was taking care of the breast cancer, but it caused it to come back in his prostate.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And ultimately, he he died, and he probably told his friends that he had prostate cancer, but the reality is he had metastatic breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, So, yeah. So sorry. Go go ahead, Amanda. I'm so
0: sorry. Um, Did Brenda mention if they got it all?
1: Uh, She's supposed to go in again for some more tests to make sure. Um, It looks like they got it, but they're still going to do a few more tests to make sure.
0: Probably after swelling and stuff goes down and whatnot. Right,
1: right. And I do know that her plan is, because she only had a mastectomy on the one side, she had reconstruction, which means that she's balanced, but now one side's missing and the other side's not. So I think she does want to go get to a balance yeah a balanced yeah. landscape yeah. how's that sound? yeah a balanced landscape a
0: balanced landscape
2: <laughs> it's important
0: that does you have- know
2: and <laughs> it, it is one of those things you know even if you just feel good in your clothes that's yeah. helpful it is and, but then also you know when you're when you're um not in your clothes and you're having to look at yourself you know in the mirror i mean it's it can be tough it can be really tough
0: oh. that's what i was thinking is that y- not only do you have this disease that you're fighting and it's attacking your body from the inside but now you look in the mirror and it's also attacking it from the outside and it's it's winning in one way yeah. or another um, and I know Brenda has an amazing positive outlook on everything but we're allowed to be angry and upset sometimes you know and Oh definitely and that got to be you very don't want to stay there right but you right. definitely want to um,
2: go through the stages of grief because they're real. They're real. Yeah. They're real. They are. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and one of the things I love that you guys do share it up there, and in, in, uh, for those listeners that don't know, Breast Friends is located in Tigard. Um, Sharon, has ter- Sharon has turned the reins over to Allison Hancock, and, of course, Becky's not with us anymore. But uh, you guys have this wall up there of these ladies that are completely bald um, and very, very happy, very proud of who they are. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that just, I guess, frustrates me is in the treatment for breast cancer, the two things that give women a lot of self-esteem is their hair and the breast, and those two mm-hmm. things might wind up being gone. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Right. The crazy thing that I find um, is the treatment for uh, standard uh, breast cancer. We'll just call it that for now. Um, is a, a drugs that do take your hair away. And what I find fascinating is, you know, you're definitely scared. I mean, I don't want to reduce the effects of being diagnosed with any sort of cancer. But when you're metastatic, when it's actually life-threatening, the drugs don't take your hair away. (laughs)
0: That's a intriguing. So, that is.
2: Uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting, isn't it? Because you can actually be dying of cancer and of course nobody would know it because that telltale sign of going through cancer treatment is the bald head, right?
1: Wow. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: So it's interesting. Well, since Very. we
1: since we have your expertise and you did mention a bald head, um, <laughs> K- Kicking cancer, we, we call them a Go Team. So it was Go Team Becky, and that was actually first quarter three years ago. Mm-hmm. So three years ago, we did Go Team Becky. And that one really wasn't a financial one. It was more of an emotional support and, you know, just letting Becky know that I was wanting to climb those 40 flights of the U.S. Bank Tower in her support. Um, and we did get KGW out there to talk about Breast Friends. But that was an emotional support, Go Team. We're actually organizing or have organized a financial support uh, for a gal named Carrie Burwell that lives in Albany. And one week from today, on February the 11th in the evening, we have a fundraiser planned at honky tonks, and it's going to be a, a spaghetti dinner. 12:50 for the spaghetti dinner, and we've got some raffle items. We're going to do an online raffle, and and then we're going to do well. It's going to be really one of the really fun things. Is for the online raffle, we've created a Facebook event. So you can be anywhere and bid. Yeah. And one of the items you're going to bid on, now starting bid is $500, but I'm going to allow someone to shave my head as bald as Carrie's okay, <laughs> okay. Facebook Live. That
0: would be pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, and then we're going to end with uh, what's called suicide songs with karaoke. Okay. So they're going to do karaoke anyway. But basically, I walk you up, and I and I and I'm going to suicide Amanda, and so I get to pick who. You don't know I'm going to do this. I'm going to get to pick who, and I get to pick what song you're going to sing. Oh God! And then I get to pick an amount. So I'm going to suicide you for twenty dollars. Okay. And then we get the microphone, and the scary thing is when you have Baron a microphone, I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. then I say, well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Amanda just been suicided for twenty dollars. And you have to sing Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. Now, <laughs>
2: oh, Lordy.
1: <laughs> now, Amanda has two choices at that point. She could either take the microphone and sing, or you have to match. So for $40, you can get out of it. Okay. And that's one of our fundraisers. How
0: fun. Right? You know, how fun? Well, that sounds like a, a great, great time. I know.
1: Well, and, and the funny thing is, I really don't like karaoke. I don't I, like...
0: I would do the $40. Yeah. Well,
1: the scary <laughs> thing is... is some of those people actually have some money. So if they come in and they suicide me personally for five hundred dollars like, I don't have a thousand to get out of it.
0: You have to sing. I like, have to sing. Oh.
1: So but this is that our is way. Of, ugly <laughs> <clip from laughs>
0: movie. This sounds like it's gonna be a fun it's night. It's
1: gonna be a fun night. But I wanted you to add way in here, Sharon, because I don't really know a ton about triple negative. Um, mm-hmm. and that's Just before Thanksgiving, Carrie got the news that she had triple negative metastatic breast cancer. So can you educate us for a second on what exactly is that?
2: Sure, I'll be happy to. So um, I actually just read um, uh, an interesting kind of uh, analogy. If you can imagine a house, and the front door has three keys to the front door. And those those three keys, estrogen, progesterone, and HER2. So those are the things that most cancers are um, connected to. They actually feed the cancer. So when you have estrogen positive, progesterone positive, which is the kind of cancer I had, I have two keys to open that door. Okay? And unfortunately... With triple negative, you have none of those. Okay. And it's a much a more aggressive kind of cancer. The recurrence is much more um, often after you've had standard treatment. Okay. It comes back 40% of the time. Wow. And, and usually within like a year to three years in that time frame. So here you've gone through a whole regimen of cancer and, or treatment, excuse me, the chemotherapy, and 40% of the time it comes back.
1: So we, and we've unfortunately,
2: got... Sharon, it many Sharon... times comes back metastatic.
1: Sharon, we, we've got about two minutes left on this segment, and I think we're going to carry this conversation to after the commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I, Amanda had a question, and, and I want you to address this. What exactly is HER2?
0: You said it was one of the keys. Oh, HER2
2: is actually a protein that, for some reason, is in our bodies in some people, okay. and if that and that protein goes a little crazy, and so then you end up having HER2 positive breast cancer, and, and-, and yeah, I mean basically um, the um, the types of uh, receptacles. Estrogen, progesterone, and HER2 are like the receptacles that the cancer hangs on to. Okay. But again, those aren't there for triple
1: negative. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question at you and then you can answer it after the break, Sharon. Okay. Um is triple positive and triple negative, are they both bad or is one better than the other? And just Give that some thought for a second because we're going to have to go to commercial break soon. But it sounds like what you're saying is you've got three markers you're looking for, the HER2, the estrogen, and the progesterone. Any one of those individually, they can attack. All three of them together are bad, negative, positive, either direction. So that's kind of our food for thought after the commercial break.
0: Okay. okay. Um, I wanna give a huge shout out to our sponsors for this first half of our show, which is Odmo's Pizza. Absolutely amazing, you guys. They have the Green Monster, which is a cauliflower crust that I highly, highly, highly recommend. It I'm is- guessing
1: you like that one.
0: Just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, And then we have Mark Creamer, who is new to sponsoring us, and we absolutely adore him. I actually had the privilege of interviewing him um, on the 19th of January. Amazing guy, full of information. I highly suggest you reach out to him and at least get a consultation. Talk to him about your options. Um, He does uh, insurance for cancer care, and his number is 503 one four three four five. so definitely reach out to him he's your go-to to make sure you're on the right path for all of that and we will be right back stay tuned on kslm radio 104.3 fm and 1228 mm-hmm.